Well, welcome back to Roy on Rescue. As some of you are well aware, we have some serious flooding going on in Tennessee, um, specifically even around Nashville, Tennessee. There's a lot of um, really popular hotels, it sounds like, that are getting flooded. Uh, areas that just have not been flooded for more than, oh, who knows, 30 years plus are getting significant flooding. At this point, when I'm recording this, the waters are beginning to recede now. So some of the aftermath that I'm going to talk about in just a little bit is about ready to kick in. But I wanted to actually do a Royan Rescue on this because of some specific things that I found during some research. Now, you know, I've always thought about the, the initial problems that you'll find um, in a flooding situation, and that includes, obviously, drowning, um, hypothermia, swift water uh, that's going to sweep people away or sweep objects into people. Uh, you know, there's, you see the surface of the water, but you, we rarely think about how fast that water's moving. And if it's carrying sharp metal, if it's carrying logs, there can be the contusions, lacerations, strains, sprains, you name it. There's tons of things. Um, and that doesn't even get into the secondary concerns of a flood, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, so, so some of the initial issues that we need to think about is the obvious. Um, how do I stay alive and not drown? So obviously high ground, getting on top of something that is secure, um, waiting for rescue efforts. Someone will come around in a boat at some point, so try to get to high ground, out of the swift water, uh, someplace warm. Uh, in many cases, it's not staying in your home, especially if your home is starting to take on water or the water level is getting close. When you're driving, you need, we need to make sure that we're not going to drive into water. Even water that's a quarter inch to a half inch deep can be enough that it actually kind of floats the car up a little bit and then shifts it. And then once it goes into the ravine or into the creek or river, um, obviously it's submerged and we're going to have drowning issues there uh, as well as entrapment issues. So we, we do not want to drive through any moving water. If you don't know that it's a, just a shallow puddle, then do not drive into it. Um, as you saw by some of the clips that I put into the front of this, that's what people did, and semi-trucks even were, were swept off into ravines. So water can be deceiving. Um, so prevention from drowning, flotation devices, um, somehow get something that's buoyant. Don't worry about belongings. You know, I know that's a tough one, but try not to worry about belongings. Worry about loved ones and yourself. Get to high ground get safe. Some of the other issues that we should be thinking about though as well are the secondary injuries. If you don't drown, lacerations, infections, hypothermia, contusions, sprains, strains, those types of issues. And don't forget about uh, mental and emotional and psychological instability from panic. I think that there are some people that drowned or are drowned or are hurt or injured or killed because other people panic and um, actually cause more harm than anything else. Okay, so those are your initial issues that one has to think about in a flood situation, um, including potentially electrocution. Now moving on to the, some more of the aftermath. So let's say that we survive the actual initial flooding. Now we need to think about some other complications, contaminated water systems. Um, the actual fact that there could be uh, contaminated human waste in the water, fecal, urine, and everything that goes along with that, blood or body fluids. 
We also need to think about toxic waste runoff that's normally contained in dumps, but now we've got water levels that are rising, it's picking up the waste, and then it's bringing it into the water system. So we have all of those issues to think about when we talk about hygiene. Um, disease begins to kind of spread at a more increased rate than normal, even in places of high sanitation, because of overcrowding that occurs by getting everybody into a shelter. Uh, human waste, blood, vector-borne diseases are not uh, unheard of in those situations, even when they're rare. So uh, those are some things that we need to think about. Um, now, that being said, here's, here's the real picture, right? Uh, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I think what this flooding situation has done in my mind is it made me think about what are we doing proactively. And, um, and there's a lot of things that I start thinking about and I go, wow, I'm really not prepared either. You know, if that were to happen at my home, would we have systems in place to be able to um, give us the best chance of making it through this well? So we need to think about um, sanitization. Think about drinking water. Think about food and food products. Those cannot come in contact with contaminated um, water. If they do, they are done. They are contaminated and cannot be eaten. Um, the gastrointestinal diseases are, are very much a problem after a flood. Uh, then we need to think about black mold. Um, and then down the road from there, we need to think about actually the traumatic stress disorders, the depression that sets in from homelessness, disaster, anxiety, and then increased rates of suicide. All of those are things that need to be watched for. When they're identified, seek professional counseling. Um, seek help from a community where people are strong and can help us through these situations. So the best way to survive these is having a mental and physical plan of what to do, especially if you live in a flood zone. Um, and then knowing how to respond in the case of an emergency and then watching out for all of these secondary and long-term effects of a flood. So from Roy on Rescue, if this has done anything, I hope that it's helped to probe some thought-provoking ideas about how prepared am I for a disaster. We're in tornado season, uh, we're in thunderstorm and lightning season. So there's a lot of things that we could be dealing with here as we go through the spring, but flooding is definitely one of those issues. So let's keep that in mind. Um, let's get prepared and let's stay safe. From Roy and Rescue, thanks, and we'll see you next time.